Hello everyone, welcome to Worldwide. This is the second episode and in case this is your first time here, my name is Neha and I created Worldwide as a podcast and platform to share about the education and healthcare systems that are in place around the world, specifically in third world countries. And I just find it really interesting how each country deals with different issues, specifically regarding education and healthcare, of course, but also um, currently with the COVID-19 pandemic. And it's just fascinating to see how different countries are affected by it and how they're dealing with it. So, And today's episode, we will be talking about Yemen, which I'm sure many of you have been hearing more about in the news lately and across social media. So facts about Yemen to start off with are some background information. Essentially, Yemen is undergoing the largest humanitarian crisis in the world at the moment. And this means more than 24 million people or 80% of the population is currently in need of some humanitarian assistance. And this includes 12 million children. And the reason for this is because Yemen is more than five years into a civil war. um, And this is just affecting all ages, all populations within the nation in a negative way, of course. And also, um, Yemen was in need of help before before the pandemic hit. But now that it has, it is rapidly affecting the country's productivity and Sanitation and clear wa- clean water are in short supply in Yemen. Barely half of the health facilities in Yemen are even functioning at this point, and so many of them are lacking basic equipment like masks and gloves. Many health workers are being paid close to nothing, and healthcare or basic healthcare is not being offered, or and many people do not even have access to it in Yemen at this point in time. So economy and honestly every aspect of their country so for example due to the fighting and the war that is occurring the un has recently reported that more than 11 million children or 80 percent of yemen's children are dependent on humanitarian aid and i wanted to begin by talking about education in yemen today so the un stated that the children's education is being severely impacted by the war and that the education sector of the country is on the brink of collapse due to the conflict, political divisions, and chronic underdevelopment that is occurring. Around 2 million children are not going to school this year in Yemen and approximately 4 million primary school children will not be able to get an education due to the shortage of teachers. And the shortage of teachers also comes with the fact that about 67% of teachers have just not been paid for nearly two years. So, of course, if teachers aren't being paid, there's no reason for them to be wanting or for them to be teaching. So, children have not been able to attend school or be able to get an education for a while for mostly the duration that the war has been going on, so about five years Also, Yemen suffers from a shortage of learning facilities due to the war and the humanitarian crisis. Basically, 
In other words, 2,500 schools have been damaged or destroyed because of the circumstances, and many schools are actually being used as shelters for displaced people. And some are even taken over by armed groups, which is minimizing the amount of schools that are available for actual educational purposes. Future of Yemen and the future of their country, because, and unfortunately, 2,600, about 2,000 children have been recruited by all armed groups. So this is also another factor into why many children in Yemen are not able to get an education or go to school. And it's sad because um, basically an entire generation of children in Yemen are facing like a bleak future just because of their lack of access to education or limited access to education. And like even the kids who are going to school, they're just not getting the quality of education that they need or that they deserve, which is going to affect these children are going to be their future politicians, their future workers, their future officials. And if they're not receiving the education that's necessary, it can really affect them in in a negative way. Another factor that is causing less children to go to school is just the simple danger in it. A lot of kids are being killed on the way to school and the children's safety is at risk. So many parents obviously are going to choose to keep their children at home. And unfortunately, the lack of access to education that Yemen children are getting is causing some dangerous alternatives like early marriage, child labor, and early recruitment into fighting all of which are not good and not this is definitely a problem and this was this was occurring long before the covid pandemic as well this is not something that's new um teachers have not been paid and what children should be doing at this age in regards to education i think at this point obviously the war is going to be affecting Obviously, the war is going to be affecting how many children can go to school, how many children are being recruited for. First step is to increase funding for education and search for, obviously, long-term solutions that can help with the salary crisis in Yemen for teachers and just continually continue to support the education system in general. Also, um, teachers should be paid and Salaries should be provided for educational education personnel and teachers so that children even have the option or the access to learn. The children's protection and safety should be guaranteed and children and education staff should just be kept out of harm's way and schools should be maintained as safe zones for learning instead of displacement zones or places where armed forces places that armed forces use for other purposes. So I think as for right now, the three things that we can focus on with education is increasing funding, paying the teachers the salaries that they deserve, and protecting and keeping children safe. So also I wanted to go into the healthcare system in Yemen especially during the civil war, which I've mentioned is well into its fifth year. And sadly, there is no immediate hope of peace in view. 
looks like the country is diving deeper into the war and it there doesn't seem to be a clear end in sight the war or armed forces and it's going to be it's going to affect the teachers that are getting paid and the schools that are open but i think however i mentioned this in the beginning or introduction of the podcast but basically half of the health facilities in Yemen are either partially damaged or completely destroyed just due to conflict and the war. And health workers have not been paid in the last two years. This also leads to the fact that medicine and medical equipment are in short supply. Everything is just not where it's supposed to be. And also prior to the coronavirus pandemic in the spring of 2017, Yemen endured the world's largest cholera outbreak and a lot of people don't know this but Yemen did face this outbreak and it actually impacted or it actually caused more than 1 million suspected cases by the end of 2017. Over the next two years by September 2019 another 990,000 cases were reported so that's totaling over 2 million cases just in a matter of a couple years. So this outbreak itself was causing, you know, chronic malnutrition among children and the uncontrollable spread of disease way long before the coronavirus ever hit. But as you can as you can suspect, the combination of how the cholera outbreak affected Yemen in the past and the current pandemic with the coronavirus combined as well as the war that is going on, they're all combining and just causing so much damage that it's more people need to be aware about what's going on. It's it's absolutely crucial that people know about how all of these things combined, they can just completely ruin a country within a matter of time. And people are saying the health system is not only on the brink of collapse, but so is so is the country. What's even more upsetting to me especially is that, like I've said, more than half of Yemen's health facilities no longer function. And the government is unable to control the government is unable to support the country's health system. So basically Yemen is moving forward only through outside assistance assistance and humanitarian assistance which is the only factor that it's that's holding it from total collapse at this moment in time due to conflict and between the start of the war more than a hundred thousand people lost their lives and 131,000 people died due to starvation and disease and this is before this is before the coronavirus pandemic so how you can help um there are a variety of organizations that i've looked into that are doing a lot of good for yemen and i will have the links in the description for right now i would recommend looking into unicef unicef works with local authorities and not um, ngos to provide emergency relief for children and they have operations in yemen which provide health screenings, vaccines, treatment, water, and school supplies for the children and people in Yemen. 
So that's an organization that I highly recommend looking into or donating if possible. And also there's another organization, Doctors Without Borders, that operates in 13 hospitals and centers in Yemen. Another organization that's important to look into is Save the Children. This organization provides education and safe places for children. And according to this organization, um, they're training teachers and creating temporary learning spaces, as well as providing cash and vouchers for food. So these three are some really good organizations that I would highly consider looking into and donating because these are really trustworthy organizations. Also, there are some local smaller businesses like Islamic Relief USA, which delivers food, clothing, and medical supplies to Yemen. And there is the Zakat Foundation of America, which works through partnerships to provide food and water to people in Yemen. And they're also helping fund and train hundreds of local farmers. So I would definitely, definitely check all of these organizations and companies and nonprofits. I will have the links in my description. But anything, anything at this point will help. The important thing is that people are aware of the situation because without awareness, I feel nothing can happen. So that's most important. And yeah, and with regards to healthcare, it's important that I hope you join me for episode three of Worldwide. Bye. And with regards to healthcare, I think it's really important that since the government is unable to fund and help out Yemen, that it's our job and duty to provide outside assistance at this point. So whether that be through donating or partnering with an organization like UNICEF or just advocating through social media and spreading awareness about the topic, anything will help. And yeah, like I always say, I think knowledge is the power to cause action. And with that, thank you for listening and 